the podcast where we recontextualize our childhood obsessions with Mary-Kate and Ashley Olson. I'm Becca Roth. I'm a writer-director. I'm Lanny Harms. I'm a writer and actor. And today... Oh my god, okay. We have <laughs> one of the most exciting episodes I think I ever could have imagined. Yes. So thank you guys for your patience in our week off. Uh, we know that... You know, we didn't want to do that, but we did it for a very, very, very good... We did it for, I should say, a darn good reason, if you yeah. catch my where I'm going with this. We got the incredible opportunity to speak with... Wait, okay, I want you guys to guess who we have on our podcast. Like, I know you can't because we can't hear you, but like, imagine, yes. imagine... Okay, think about where we are in our timeline right now. Mm-hmm. Think about our obsession... Okay, what is the best, what is the most exciting, most iconic Mary-Kate and Ashley movie of all time that we were supposed to it talk takes about this two. week? It takes two. It takes two. Who, who, what, guess who we got? <laughs> were they, were they in the movie, Becca? Um, kind of, not really. Not really, but like kind of part of them was in the movie? They, part of them was in the movie. I wouldn't say they acted in the movie, but they contributed to it. Is uh is it someone in part of the making of the movie? Uh, I would say a huge part of that. Yeah, I, I say that's accurate. Oh my god, is it okay? So she's about to come on the Zoom, so we're gonna do this. Um, I hope you guys enjoy. I'm really fucking excited. I'm gonna try to reel it in. Yep, you can do this. Okay, enjoy. They thought I was you. We are so excited this week. We have like. Honestly, the most exciting guest that we could imagine. If mm-hmm. someone told 10-year-old Becca that this would happen, oh I, my God. I would believe you because I also thought I'd have an Oscar by now. You know what I mean? But like, yeah, yeah, I yeah. like this is so exciting. This is a, a dream come true, quite, quite literally. Yes. Um, so we have... Wow! <laughs> <laughs> so we have Deborah Dean Davis, who wrote... The movie that I could recite in my sleep. The words we all know by heart. It takes two. Oh my God. Hi. Thank you so much for being here, Deborah. It's my pleasure. It's my pleasure to be here. I, I, you know, one of the fun things about, about having written that film is the the reactions I get from people, you know, you're mostly, it mostly it's the young girls, but it's not, that's not it's all people you know who have seen yeah. this yeah. movie and you know the the reactions are just so vibrant and happy and <laughs> you know it's a constant you know happy thing in my life including the residuals which of course are very happy yeah, oh yes that's great <laughs> and i mean do you realize that our podcast is called they thought i was you so you literally wrote the title of our podcast yeah that's true i mean they when they ran into each other uh-huh it's just it it was just wonderful it was so magical and i thought you know when you're writing that and you want to just make it like real like what they would say you know yeah it doesn't you 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 can't even imagine that it can be that much better than what the words are yeah Mm -hmm. yeah they did the direction that the those two little munchkins you know they ran (laughs) 
into each other. They ran into each other hard. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. That looked yeah. like it kind of hurt, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, they, they um, I got to know them so well that oh, that really? didn't surprise me. Oh, so, my God. Uh, oh. Well, before we get too far into it, I do want to know, like, where you were, like, how you became attached to It Takes Two. Like, that's a, like that's... let's start from the beginning. Yeah. Okay, and, like, how did it there. come to be? Like, what? Okay, tell us everything. <laughs> the beginning I was in my office it's my office now but it was another office it was a guest house in the back and I get a call from Jennifer um Jennifer Shankman was her name then and she was um um you know Adam Shankman's uh sister and she was a not even an assistant she was lower than that now she's wow. a big producer now she's Jennifer Gibgott that's oh. her and they have a she and her brother have a company together but anyway she was uh working at disney and she called me and she said because we had i met her and i guess i was nice and she remembered me she said do you happen to know anything about six-year-old little girl <laughs> and i and i said uh hold on jennifer because my daughter was in the guest house with me she wasn't supposed to be there but she was because she had to talk to me about something probably mm-hmm. a skin knee or something and i said Allie to my daughter, I said, um, this is Jennifer. Jennifer, this is Allie, my daughter, she's six. <laughs> I handed Allie the phone. Oh my God. And she and Jennifer had this long conversation. I didn't I only heard Allie's side, you know, but they were both talking and laughing and, you know, having what have you been doing? You know, it was hanging upside down on the bars and then this happened and then you know, I mean it was whatever it was. So they they uh, had their conversation, and I said, she says, well, I, I think Allie said, I got to go, you know, and she, <laughs> Jennifer, they got on the phone, and I said, um, so yes, <laughs> I know a lot about six-year-old little girl, and she said, um, when can you come in for a meeting? We're trying to, we need, an, uh, we need a pitch for the uh, Olsen twins, and... Um, Warner Brothers is dying to do a film. Nobody can get this. So I, I didn't know how many people had tried, which is a good thing. My agent didn't tell me how many people had tried to come up with the idea. Mm-hmm. Um, so including the producers, which really explained my entire journey, the producers of the, uh, or Crookshank had also pitched because they're writers and they had been turned down by they won't let them produce it, but they wouldn't let them write it. Wow. So, so I came in and I kind of thought, this feels kind of weird pitching to them. They look like really mean. And they're, I didn't think they were that mean, but they were mad because they, they hadn't been able to crack it. Yeah. I had, I had a good pitch and they, okay, let's go to Warner Brothers. I went to, we went to Warner Brothers and they bought it the, the day of the pitch. Wow. Oh, this is it. This is what we've been looking for. Oh, my God. And, you know, we're going to do this is it. I've got to get run it past the but we'll make a deal. And um, and that so it was really handing the phone to my daughter, coming up with an idea. And um, and the idea, I think, is really important. (laughs) Nobody seems to know this, but it's it's based on the prince and the pauper. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, that was my fascination. Um, twins are just fantastically fa- fascinating in general. Uh, but, but um, oh, my goodness, you know, the, the, the 
disparity of of the rich and poor mm-hmm. and the different th- ways that children learn things mm-hmm. in those two vastly different socioeconomic situations mm-hmm. is is fascinating to me yeah and and i thought okay that that's what i want to do and um they and so they they bought it and, and have they not given you any like prompt other than write a movie for the Olsen twins? That was all they did. Then then they went down hard. And mm. then they, after the, after I got the job, which I think they probably thought, oh, this is just another person who's not going to fail, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so we'll just get this over with, and then maybe the you know. Uh, so they then then the lawyer, the this, the every everybody came out of, and they said we're going to send you. 50 boxes of because I never watched the show Full House sh- yeah, Full yeah. House. They, you know do you watch Full House I goes God who's got time to watch Full House yeah. <laughs> I don't watch Full House maybe my daughter does I'm not sure uh-huh. um, so I think she I don't remember if she did she so so they I said no I don't want any of the boxes I don't want any of the tapes I don't want to watch the the videos uh-huh. the, the detective series mm-hmm. yeah never watched any of they, they they kept offering me all this information i said I, I can i meet them so uh they said sure i said my daughter's the same age i'll bring my daughter well they became <sighs> so jealous that guy's having oh a god was she a FOMO. fan of theirs like what how what i still that's my dream she was a friend of this I, you, you're ready this is the three of them oh, oh my god my deborah is god. showing us a photo of the two olsen twins and your daughter yes oh now ally and here's, this is the amazing, I took them to get an ice cream in an ice cream shop. They wanted to do something that was like regular, you know? I said, oh. I said let's go to an ice cream shop and get some ice cream. Okay. So we did. And what they love to do, because look at the disparity in their height. Oh, I yeah. Know. They're they so were small. so small. So small. They were born in June. I can't remember their birthday. June thirteenth, nineteen eighty-six. Whatever. Yes. Oh my god! <laughs> That's what, okay, the fans <laughs> know it. Okay, my daughter was born October 9th, eighty-six. Oh wow! I thought you're like now. over a foot taller than them. Yeah, she's, and she's how much she's, younger? Yeah. So at this at this particular place. That, that was right after they had the, you know, Ashley and uh, Mary Kate had gone up to the, everybody in the in the ice cream place and said, how old do you think she is? How old do you think we are? How old do you think, you know, That's they thought so this fun. was so, they were so fascinated with the fact that she was so, you know, tall. So much and, taller. And they, um, they all became, they, they, so they would come over to the house to play. It became like play dates, you know, their house, our house. So, were you writing the movie while they were playing together i was i but yes and i was i was i couldn't help i mean you you actually the first day i when i walked into the house their house she did like a bunch of somersaults in a row and said hey look at this you know (laughs) and i I said that's absolutely fantastic Oh my God! Who are you? <laughs> you know, nice to meet you. Oh and then God. you know, Mary Kate was completely different, and I thought, 
oh, the, the real, I started forming ideas about the differences in the characters because they were quite different. Yes. You know, Mary Kate, just very, I love horses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And, uh-huh. um, you know, and Ashley just said, can we have a dog? And can you put a dog in the movie? I want to have a dog in the movie because if you put a dog in the movie, then we'll have a dog on set. I can oh play with God. it. So that's really cute. I, there were just a, that was what I needed. I needed to see, you know, who they were. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and no, that's they, great. How they acted with each other, and and that's that is that that they were the in, in, the prince and the pauper, and those two little girls. Because this is the cutest. This is the best story. I love this. <laughs> they were they're playing hard. I don't know what they're doing. They're hanging from things and jumping around. They're out in the backyard, big backyard. And they come in and they're thirsty, all of them, the three of them, you know. And um, what do you want? I said, what do you guys want? Uh, Red soda. Because Elliot said, red soda. (laughs) Flavor red. And I had a red soda, right? And when I took it out of the (laughs) – this is so adorable (laughs) – it was there's two of them right you know i gave Allie hers and then i got out another one and uh, uh, actually i got out two and they said we each get a soda you have i can have a soda and she can have a soda too i said yes what yes you can have two, you can have two sodas what? honey i got split one do they usually have to split stuff like i don't that? know i don't know i don't know <laughs> i just i just it was yeah. it was so, split it was so sweet their whole life. that they that they were surprised that somebody w- had yeah that many red sodas. Yeah, I don't know. Oh my god! <laughs> but there was a sense of uh, a sense of That's amazement, so funny, and, and wonder. Yeah, and I talked to their their mom, you know, about it, and they, and they, their mom. Oh, I love her, and and she was just a, she was a mom. Yeah, uh, it, it would just be in front of that, which it doesn't seem right to do. Right. But she was not a stage mom. She yeah. hired a woman for that. Yeah. Yeah. That took them to the set. So, right. so she, all we we talked about mom things, about earaches. They used to get a lot of earaches. Mm. And Allie did too, but I figured it out mm-hmm. on the cold days, you don't let them wear a ponytail. I, and I told, you know, now everything changed because they all were like athletes. They all liked to do, play basketball. They, they did all all that kind of stuff. Even though they were in different schools, their schools played each other. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, <laughs> Allie oh, and wow. basketball, you can imagine. And um, <laughs> there's, you know, Mary-Kate running around. She doesn't, there's two Olsen twins on the court and you, she can't even feel them. She's just going to the, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Was yeah, that you? Goes, he's not that. <laughs> later, but, um, yeah, they were all they were they were all great. They were great girls. She, they were friends. That's so and, ugh, what a dream. And, and that really helped. Me. Do you stay in touch with? No, do you t- stay in touch with I'm their feeling mom at all? so guilty right now for yeah. that because oh, no, no, I really no. I should. And and later, Lizzie um, was on the same volleyball uh, team, not on on Allie's team. Allie was on the the top team. Lizzie was much younger. She was the beginner. At the, it was. A club yeah. Their sister, I was, Lizzie. I didn't even recognize Lizzie because she was, you know, so little. And now I'm looking at her and she's just looking at Allie like, ooh, 
you know, I adore that, but they all did because they were the, the top team of the club thing. And, you mm-hmm. know, she was the number two recruit in the nation, my daughter. And you wow. know, so she was a big deal. And here's Lizzie just wow. watching her serve. And I said, uh-huh. hi, honey, who are you? And she said, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm Lizzie Olson. I said, <laughs> wait, I wrote it takes two. <laughs> she went, Whoa, she had the same reaction that yeah. other people, you know, yeah. even though it's your sisters. Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> I can't wait to tell my sisters. Oh my God. You mean Allie? Is that Allie? Yeah. So she became, again, the tall, because she's 6'1 now. Yeah. And, you know, it, it was yeah. just adorable. So this is all just personal shit. It's not. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, that's okay. Just, I love I this. I think it's important. We don't never heard the stories before. More, more writers um, concentrated on their subjects mm-hmm. and went dip a little bit deeper. Yeah. It'd be, um, it'd be great. Mm-hmm. Well, that could also be why I feel like your movie, like the it takes two, like feels so different than so many of the other ones too, because it, it, even the fact that you were like, right. I don't want to watch any of the other yeah. videos. I just want to meet them and be inspired by them. I think that comes through and why the movie feels so unique. Yeah, like it's not like you were going off of like their image or their stereotypes of like the, what they were putting out. Yeah, or their branding. You're just like it, it felt. Yeah, it felt like yes. a love story to Mary yeah. Kate Nashley, and like you really did like get to know them. And I don't know. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, and I really like to hear that. That's yeah. really cool. Wow, uh, thank you, thank <laughs> you for that. They picked the perfect director. Uh, I mean, that he did Wonder Years. Oh, you know everybody mm-hmm. who was involved. Um, after the point that 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 I came in anyway, um, really, really, family people. I mean, mm-hmm. actually, his his wife got was pregnant with I think triplets. With, oh my god! During the, him film, doing wow. he hadn't actually become a dad yet, but he sure he sure knew he was going to be one. Yeah. So, wow. Uh, so there was, and and he did Wonder Years. So. These are people that, um, all of us, that really understood kids. Yes, definitely. So I give Jennifer Shankman, who was uh, Jennifer Shankman, not Gibgott, then a young girl in the beginning of the business, such credit Mm -hmm. for understanding that was a really good question to ask a a writer. Do you have a six-year-old? Yeah, do you know? Yeah. Six-year-old. Yeah. That was a priority. Yeah. 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 So... Cool. Well, we have so many questions for you. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I want to talk about that. I, I, went, I want to talk about all of it. Go, you, yeah, yes. yeah. Um, well, okay. Let's, let's, where should we? I mean, Mike, I have a question about like how you actually came up with this concept, like basing it on the Prince of the Popper, and if like there was ever a version where they actually were related and what led to the decision of them being strangers. <sighs> There were so many versions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I have a file cabinet outside. I mean, there's just. Oh my god, I would read all of them. Me now. too. There's so many. <sighs> I, uh, yeah. The it, it was very uh, actually the first one. I loved the opening. I can still remember the opening, and it was uh, some. Uh, you know, it, it was a little like ET, and it, not that they were aliens. <laughs> okay, I was like, okay. <laughs> I want to read that version, was, please. Yeah. <laughs> but there was kind of a. Uh, I was trying to get across that it was fate. Uh-huh. for them to meet again and I did have them be twins you know that were separated at birth and yeah. the first in the beginning and and then I realized I wasn't really being true to what I was trying to say okay uh because 
it's just what's remarkable about the prince and the pauper is, is that we're saying people who aren't the same color people who aren't the same anything that you know yeah. they are the same there's there's a commonality mm -hmm. and so um I, therein them hit <laughs> you look like me you know yeah what? they thought i was you it's they weird no it's really you. weird it's really weird yeah did you ever so consciously think about the parent trap too because people draw those comparisons a lot even though parent trap is also a prince and the pauper type of uh I did. Oh, there was, this was the, the big, I was uh, actually fired at one point over this. Oh, wow. Um, so I didn't want to do the parent trap thing. Yeah. I, I, I was fine with doing it if they paid the people who wrote parent trap. Right. Right. Yeah. That's gave right. them a byline. That right. makes sense. Uh, my, my idea was actually, ahead, maybe it was ahead of its time. I don't know, but there sure is heck <laughs> didn't, didn't want didn't want to use it um i had the dad being uh, a player not not a not a sleazy guy oh. but a guy who dated a lot of people his wife died he she was the love of his life uh -huh. and he's loves his daughter so mm -hmm. much but um you know he's so rich and has this great you know he's he's he dates different women yeah one after another and I think it really worked. Yeah. That they should, they still wanted to get them together for a real meaningful, it was all that same thing happened. Mm -hmm. But I thought it was more realistic. Yeah. And it wasn't the parent trap. I didn't want it. I wasn't ever interested in doing the parent trap. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know. They brought in somebody, a guy, I don't remember his name, but he wrote Dennis the Menace. Okay. To do, to turn, to, change it mm -hmm. and uh didn't the script was not good and they called me back they said you've got to come back so i mean I, this was very clearly your script and you were the one yeah. to do it like yeah. even with all the revisions it was your vision like you were in the right place like you know they couldn't but yeah. i but i had to i had to it just had to happen that way yeah mm -hmm. the uh, and i i love the actress i think she did a great job um and i had to say yes you know to mm -hmm. I my don't want you know I'm still it doesn't seem quite right yeah but I uh, mean for what it's worth I think Steve Gutenberg did such a great job in that role and I do think like he yeah. like convincingly was what he ended up being you know he was fantastic I was he was yeah I I was not impressed with the casting I, I really thought, Steve Gutenberg? What? Oh, before that. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Before yeah, that. way before. And then yeah. when, when I, oh, I was like down on my knees thinking, you know, this is the, who could have been better at that? He's fantastic. He's so that. good. He's so good. He and Kirstie Alley are honestly both so good in it. And their chemistry yeah. is, it, it doesn't need, it's insane. It's, it's really legitimately real and strong mm -hmm. we both rewatched it a couple weeks ago i mean it lives in my brain all the time but like their chemistry <laughs> yeah. is is really good mm -hmm. when she's doing the thing when he gets hit on the head i mean when she's um oh yeah i was at the at the premiere i never i didn't know i didn't meet christy alley but mm -hmm. uh i'm at the premiere and she reaches into her 
and adjusts her boobs in her. Oh, oh my God. When she meets, you know that scene? Uh-huh. Yes, yes, of course, <laughs> of course. And I used to do, I do that. I have gigantic boobs, you can't see them. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and so does she. And she did that. And, and I'm sitting there with my best friend, Jennifer Lewis, who is, you may or may not know her. She's the grandma Ruby on Blackish. Oh, oh cool. wow. And she's got a new show coming on HBO. But anyway, she's sitting next to me and she, we, we're freaking out because Kirstie Alley is acting like me. She's wearing clothes like me. She's in love with this child. Like I was, I mean, I wrote that, that character from my guts. Yeah. That That was me, but never met her. Yeah. And then there she is. Uh, rearranging her boobs <laughs> and I thought and I, I I was just I barely could stand up after watching the that is so funny the film the first time she she was great oh they yeah were all great. they so were, were all great. were you on set during any of it or no no I was not on set and I, that was that was fine too I I was I think I was actually writing another film mm-hmm. yeah yeah I may have been Meg Ryan I don't remember but um I mean, I remember Meg Ryan, but I don't remember. What you're doing uh, at the time, yeah. I think, no, I, I had nothing to do with any of, of, of that stuff. I, mm-hmm. I did get the horse in for Mary Kay. Yeah. Yes. We didn't get we a dog in. Get, no dog. We didn't get the dog in. I felt so bad about that. Oh. And I wrote a dog in. I have, have oh, really? many, many things to do with the dog. And um, the dog was really, really adorable. Oh. Yeah. I only had one request. I mean, it wasn't, it was a demand really. I said, if you don't, if you take this line out, um, I, I, I'll kill someone. <laughs> I don't know what I said. Uh-huh. Which line? And, that, and it was the line where she's, it, it was a direct quote. For, I went to McLaren Hall and met, uh, which is really the only orphanage mm-hmm. there is available in, there are no orphanages anymore. There, mm-hmm. Everybody's um, around. Right. In, in the system. Like right. Right. Uh, right. So I went there and I met, I was there all day with the kids. And, and one of them said to me exactly what the character in the film says about they, they won't, they won't. I'm not, they like puppies. They don't want, they don't want a kid. Yeah. That's such a beautiful, heartbreaking line and sentiment. broke. My yeah, heart. that really and stuck I, with me. Even when I've gone to adopt animals in the future, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because the adults. Exactly. Mm-hmm. If it's not a puppy, you're not going to, you know, this one just might as well be thrown away. You know what? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, oh. that line. That was the only line. I mean, all I love all the lines. Were well, the- you have were- some really iconic lines in this movie too. I just like. Like the can't sleep, can't eat, like reach for the stars, stars over, over the fence, fence world series, series kind, kind of, of stuff. stuff. How did you come up with that? Do you remember? Oh, please. I cannot, I literally know this movie by heart. Yeah. You oh I'm not going to do it because it'll freak you out, but I can if you need me to. <laughs> yes. I, I think performed you should do it this at camp for the talent show multiple years, like scenes from this movie. Seriously, oh you have God. no idea how big a deal this is for me. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm just curious where you I'll go back to the I, I was a yeah. base I played baseball in high school yeah and um I was good I was a on varsity in cool. the um, 
in my freshman year, which is unusual. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, I just hit the shit. Sounds like the there's athletic genes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> family. Yeah. Yeah. For real. Yeah. So, um, so maybe that's why the baseball thing, uh, because, but you know, what's really adorable. I mean, it's been what, 26 years, 27. I don't really know Mm -hmm. since that happened. Uh, People actually contact me like on weird things like Twitter and stuff like that. And they say, we just got married and our vows were (gasps) the the can't, you know, they used in their, in their wedding. That's amazing. It's really a huge, like, do you realize people memorize this movie? Like often, like of our generation, we connect with other people about how we've all memorized It Takes Two. There's something (laughs) about it. It's like, it's, and none of, it's never on purpose. It's not like I like ran my lines on it. It just happens because it's just like, it's just such a memorable movie and the lines and the delivery that just like, it just seeps into you. Like this movie is, even hearing you say that there were other drafts or like Lanny and I looked at like footage of behind the scenes. I was like, this is a movie that people made and made decisions about and changed. It's like, it's like, it just exists as this like thing. This is the second thing. time I'm hearing this about uh, my work and that's really yeah. exciting. Yeah. There's something about it. It's just memorable. No one's ever said it about Knight Rider uh. <laughs> <laughs> or The Incredible Hulk. Well, oh, well, it doesn't mean they're not out there though. Exactly. Yeah, I and, and I feel like even to have like, even a couple pieces of writing, like I coming from a, as a writer, like I feel like to have any piece that is in people's brains that distinctly yeah. would mm-hmm. be so great. So yeah, so great to hit that gold amazing. even once is an amazing thing. Because <laughs> there's nothing about that film really that I wouldn't want to be inside people's brains. Yeah, because it's about it's all about really really good stuff. Yeah, really really good and and female empowerment. You know, I, I keep trying to explain to people. I, at the time, it wasn't okay. Uh, we weren't allowed to even tell people we were doing that. Um, they call used to call me when I come to Disney. They go, "Here comes mom." They call oh. me mom. You know, God. and I thought, okay, I'll be Just mom. Sexism. Watch, watch me write this so that you that these little girls end up with so much power. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was a conscious choice for you is to give the girls a lot of power. Yes, it there, you know, when little kids get together and go, let's try and do this. That's no different than you two getting together and saying, let's do a podcast or anybody, you know, come on, let's do it. I I get chills right now all over my body. I have to shave my legs again tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) But that's what it's about. It's about, you know, us getting together, not not shaming each other and saying you're this way and the the way some women are. Yeah. Still are. Mm -hmm. I'm not are, but and, you know, that that's what the film was about. Oh, I yeah, love that. Cause, yeah, that's yeah, because also like that, I'm, all that stuff seeped into us too. Like, and that might have been a part of the reason why we were so obsessed with this movie and why so many girls were so obsessed with this movie and the Olsen twins is because they yeah. were such great models for uh, empowerment as a little girl. Yeah. Yes. Like empowerment it, and independence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Finding, finding your home, finding who you're supposed to be with. Um, you know, all of that is is what our lives are about. Mm-hmm. Totally. You know? Yeah. And so the, to see them at that age doing it, and I think they made a great decision. That, that the, call, the scariest call I got during the 
beginning of the process was from the president of Warner Brothers. And I can't, I want to say his name was Bruce Berman, but I think that's his brother's name. And he does, <laughs> he did the music on a lot of movies, but they're the Berman boys. Anyway, the president called me and he said, I have some advice for you. And I said, I said, okay. He's, I know you're writing this film. And he says, I just want you to make sure that you're not just writing it for kids. He said, write it for, write it for the parents. Mm-hmm as well yeah Yeah. and uh i i i thought i understood what he was saying um but he explained it even better than he said because one day these there will be children sitting on a couch saying mommy daddy watch this with me Mm -hmm. and the parents absolutely won't want to unless you do scenes that are funny to them that are resonate with them mm-hmm. that you know he and he was giving me permission to to write in at a deeper level yeah than, that's great yeah than dennis the menace you know right right mm-hmm. i mean i think that's why like with this watch it was so clear to me like how much i appreciated the adult characters really like lanny and i talked about this like okay yeah, yeah. and i mean the chemistry of the characters, not just the actors, but the characters themselves, um, you know, as written. And um, yeah, I think I think the adults are great. And that's not something that I noticed ever as a kid, obviously. But like watching it, that's just something that stuck out to me. And I know this movie backwards and forwards, but that was like a right. new thing Thank you. as an Thank adult. You. That was, that was yeah. from the top level. Um, and, you know, I, I've worked at a lot of places, a lot of studios and, and the I, I can't say that about everybody I've worked with. Mm-hmm. A, a lot of people, a lot of people are like amazed. Amy Pascal comes to mind. I mean, she's just brilliant mm-hmm. yeah. and really cares. But, um, you know, they're, they're not that was such a, a, why am I getting a call from the president? I mean, oh, this is weird. I hope he doesn't yeah. ask me to watch the full house. <laughs> <laughs> I might have had that. I mean, I'm sure it was a great show, but I'm still not, I haven't watched it. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's separate. <laughs> yeah, it's a separate. Yeah, thing. it is separate. So um, the girls are doing great, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Mary Kate and Ashley, they're on top of the fashion industry. I know. Every time I go and want to buy one of those pieces of you know clothing, I think, I should, like, call them. Uh-huh. Maybe yeah. I can get this out. Oh, my right. God, you should. <laughs> you should call them and then give them my number or whatever's cool. Yeah, um, tell them about the podcast. And oh, yeah, <laughs> whatever. I'll tell them I have red soda. Oh, yeah. You should. I should come over for a Sunday dinner and then you can meet them. The, I would. That would be great. I'd love to see them again. I haven't seen them in a long time. Yes. But I was asked to do so many more movies for them and, and none of them came to be yeah Uh, and ivan reitman i have a whole relationship with ivan reitman wrote a movie for him because of the olsen twins because they wanted to do a movie and then when he heard how much they cost Mm. he was like what is that why like they didn't really do feature films and the like what can you talk more about that? Because it is. Like- I don't really know. I know why that Ivan was stunned that they want what what their price per per person mm-hmm. was uh, as a child actor, but they weren't. They were not just. They were just them. You know, they just totally deserved that money. Yeah. Um, and and I think he probably 
maybe my maybe that my story that I had for them wasn't I don't even remember what it was but he ended up wanting to do a different thing altogether and mm -hmm. he kept me and uh, not them mm. which oh, was, wow. so they went on to do New York Minute which mm -hmm. didn't do well yeah yeah mm -hmm. that was unfortunate and uh they I didn't I didn't have anything to do with that which mm. was a mistake yeah, yeah. You, you were you in you talks of being job yeah you were in talks of working on that that film i talked to the i talked to their their rep um it, it had my my entertainment lawyer and theirs was at the same firm that just was you know that just the way it was and so he would keep talking to me and and uh and you know he was what was his name robert thorne Yes. <laughs> yeah. Wow. We're like we have some. We have some. Oh like, my god. We we've talked, done a lot of talks about him. What's their mom's name? Jarney, Jarnet, aka Jarney. Well, no wonder I can remember Jarney. It's a different. It's a very different name. It's a different yeah, yeah, yeah. name. Yeah. Wait. So, so tell us about Robert Thorne. Yeah. They were so. They were six. Yeah. And he was talking about clothing lines. Oh. oh so he was he thinking was about saying, the branding even then. He was. Yes. He was. He was like, you know, oh so in your face. Yeah. Um, you would say, I, I'd tell him of this idea and he'd go, what about that? What about, you know, he, he was, I, I didn't like. Hard to focus uh, him a little bit. Working. He wasn't creative. Yeah. He was a great businessman. Yeah. And lawyer. So. Um, right. Yeah. Well, we've wondered about him because like he was so intense. I don't think they're still, still involved. No, no he I bought them I, out I in 2004. No, 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 no. I mean, they're not doing any of that stuff anyway anymore. They're not acting or anything. Um, but yeah, it did seem like, because he's the one who like set up their company, Jewel Star, and like mm -hmm. made yes. them, you know, yes. made them be like the executives in the business when they were five and all of that. So it seems like a, a good thing, but also we, we've wondered like what was really behind all that. And, they like, didn't know, it, which yeah. is why the, 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 we can each have a soda is so adorable right. because as I was handing them these these bottles of red soda, I was thinking they could buy uh, the soda factory, right. Right. and they don't and they don't know that and they don't have any inkling of that. And that I give the credit to their parents, to right. their mom, Keeping dad. Them. You know, they, they were they Humble. they were kids. Yeah. yeah, they were still just kids. You know, they were not they had no idea and people oh, have God. attributed a lot of that to their success too just that they were their parents or their mom were able to keep them relatively humble in that way and that i'm they, really glad that people know that i mean uh, elizabeth and james i mean that's their, their two siblings mm -hmm. right you know yeah that took me a minute to realize but yeah 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 uh, yeah, yeah. Went, oh that's lizzie okay. yeah yeah because uh, their brother trent is james actually which i yeah. didn't even know trent is his middle that. name mm -hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> um which is really funny okay i have a f i have a few i have a million more questions about it takes two i just want to hear you guys recite shit yeah. uh, i mean <laughs> i can it'll freak you out it'll be awkward but i can you're gonna have to do uh, when it, it comes up when it comes yeah, up yeah. okay 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 so how did you come up with the line ain't you never gonna want it don't you have to go to the bathroom how'd you come up with that you're asking I'm, such... I'm just, I think Allie, I really need to start, re you know, giving her part of the residual. Oh, <laughs> oh, your daughter. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, when you're, when you're with, when you're with a kid, you know, I mean, I had her, right. She was right there. 
And so yeah. you just like were able to mimic how a six-year-old talked and yeah, 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 yeah. And she didn't. I mean, she also used words like inappropriate. Oh, um, my daughter. You yeah, know, had, had been younger than six. She, I was dressing for New Year's Eve, and she said she came in, and she, and you could see my bra through the um, dress, which mm-hmm. was appropriate. It was fashion, yeah. right? And she said, "That's inappropriate." Oh my God, that's so <laughs> cute. That's went, so cute. I said, excuse me. And I went in the other room. She goes, you're going to get my baby book, aren't you? So that you can write in it. And I said something was inappropriate. She said that at age five. Oh, my God. How said, precocious. Yeah. 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 So I had, but but there's also that the ancient, you know, the, the thing you just said perfectly. And I can't say perfectly. Ain't you never going to want to, don't you have to go to the bathroom? That's perfect. If you're at a, you could. You, when do you say that? Do you say that like when you're at um, a Nine Inch Nails concert? Yeah, usually when I I'm mean, at Nine Inch Nails concert. Yeah. That's what I say, yeah. <laughs> you hit it on the it's head. Funnier. <laughs> it's funnier to think of saying that at a Led Zeppelin. Yeah. How did you, um, I feel like you had a lot of fun with a lot of, like it felt a lot of it felt really grounded, but a lot of the like quote unquote evil characters were so fun. Like mm-hmm. Clarice. I thought Clarice Kensington Ugh. was fantastically written. Also mm-hmm. the Butt Kiss family. Mm-hmm. First of all, like how did you come up their name is Butt Kiss. Mm-hmm. Butt Kiss. Well Did you have, did you know that it, was really on the nose? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. The the, the um, you know, that was all how do you make what my experience at McLaren Hall mm-hmm. changed my life, you know? Right. Really. And you went there for the movie, like to research, right? To research. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wanted to surround myself with young girls who had no home, right. you know? Mm-hmm. And, were... and the stories they told me, you know, were, were horrifying. Yeah. Oh. They were just horrifying. And and the fact that I was horrified made these young, young, young girls look at me like, God, she just doesn't know anything. Yeah. <laughs> you know, she just, she's so sheltered. Mm-hmm. She's such an idiot, like all the other rich people that don't understand what we go through. Wow. You know, I mean, I felt them judging me correctly, mm-hmm. by the way. And, and, I thought, okay, I mean, I can't, this is not a drama. Yeah. This is a comedy, right? So you can't, you want to show it, but you don't want to, that was it. That was just like, but the the casting of those, and the way he shot. Yeah. And to be honest, the the horror of what the butt kisses were doing, you really did, uh, like, you weave that that line between it being a comedy and also like this is real though because it's horrifying watching that as adult i was like oh the fact that they collect kids to help them have cheap labor on a junkyard like that didn't actually like hit me as a kid it was like it was really well done and there was levity to it but watching it as an adult like it makes so much sense that you actually took interviews from children in an orphanage to like inspire this i mean was that that wasn't a real story from the orphanage, was it? Well, there were, oh, ab- absolutely, they were. All, uh, oh it, my God. it wasn't about it wasn't about a, a junkyard. No one told me anything about a junkyard. Right. Nobody. But and and also think I couldn't go to the sexual no uh, 
place, but that was horrifying yeah. as well. The other kids that were mean to each other who were also orphans yeah was was articulated to me when you when they bring you into to a foster home and there's already foster kids there they're awful to you yeah that makes no sense Mm -hmm. they should be nice they should be nice because you look at you guys you're being nice to each other what what the and she says no but they they don't they now they're gonna get less right baloney and sandwiches right now they're gonna you know you're not gonna make their life better you're gonna make their life worse and my eyes were like opened and i thought okay yeah their life is based on survival so they don't know like that's that's what would happen yeah right and i really wanted uh, in order for her to experience the prince in in the pauper you know Mm -hmm. being in a scary scary place that is um, awful Mm -hmm. i had to that had to be manufactured yeah with it without it being but the helicopter was so great that was great and he's getting turned into child services yeah it's a great happy ending it really is but you did such a good job of like it wasn't heavy-handed it was like they were like these ridiculous cartoons and you didn't really feel like like you felt like really like upset that she was adopted by them but like you Mm -hmm. weren't it didn't feel it still felt like a comedy and they felt ridiculous and you didn't name them butt kiss like it was (laughs) I thought that that was really amazing actually like hearing the backstory from you and like how intense and real all of that was and the way that you were able to turn that into a comedy that was accessible for kids is like brilliant yeah yeah thank you thank you so much because that that is um it, it it succeeded beyond my wildest dreams uh, to do what I almost, you know, thought wasn't going to be possible. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because I thought, well, this is, you know, I'm, I, this is way too heavy a story. This (laughs) is way too, you know, and, 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 you know, and they were right to change him to a guy who was going to get married or the guy who was, you know, because he, he, he was perfect. Yes. Roger Calloway. Yeah. I don't like to admit Steve that I was wrong. And no, no, because yeah, it, but it no, also he comes. Great. He was perfect and he was more perfect as, as than he would have been if he was a, a, um, a guy yeah. who was just using women. Yeah. Uh, or women were using him because of his money. Yeah. 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 Totally. Which Clarice totally. kind of was. Come on. Oh, no, she well, was. She was. I mean, I think for her it was status because she was like a socialite. And so, yeah. of course, she'd marry the like this rich, rich guy. Mm-hmm. It definitely wasn't for a lot. Like, she wasn't a gold digger because she seemed like she was already really rich. But I also really want to – I appreciate yeah. one of the last lines you have in that um, wedding scene is Clarice's dad saying to her, who thought that the last of my daughter – or the first of my daughters would be the last to get married? And, and then she, like, runs down the aisle. And yes. Like, to me, that was just, like, watching it as an adult, that was a perfect – character arc like it humanized her in this way of like oh my god this woman has like you know she's super rich like has have a different understanding of reality but mm-hmm. her whole life is uh based on who she marries like that is her that's how she gets through this life and yeah. and the fact that she's not able to do that and she's like you know in her way well into her 30s and it, at that status is a liability on your back and like right. and to watch her spiral mm-hmm. out of control until like she that's yeah. that's the reason why she rushes the wedding doesn't call yes. it off yes. is because she needs this to survive like yeah it was yeah. a humanizing villain it's a bad 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 idea and i think she knows that oh absolutely yeah. oh absolutely yeah. bad, bad, she bad, knows idea. she doesn't and, love him yeah 
But yeah. it's not about that. It's about her survival he, he's an in the social accessory. Life. Mm-hmm. Another accessory, and and that's. But when 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 Kirstie, Kirstie Allen, you know, says, "Let's go. We're going to fix this. We're going to, you know, well, whatever." She, you know what she says, but when she, <laughs> when she when she goes for it, man, she it's it's so also empowering, you know, that mm-hmm. she she uh, is okay with going there and getting her man, you know, yeah. do yeah. this, yeah, and. I just uh, oh, I got the shows again. Oh. <laughs> yes, because it's a huge thing. This is yeah. that you had a so good. I mean, because I just was ripped up that that she didn't get that baby girl for herself. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. that, That's that, also that, a devastating that moment. Just that was just devastating, and then to lose the man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, she um, she did a great job. She was so good. She was a great. And, it was it go ahead you talk no 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 i just i lanny and i've talked about this like we love her character so much because she just seems like such a normal down-to-earth woman Mm -hmm. like she's not like super glamorous she's funny she's like really just like she loves her job she loves the kids she works for she's just like very grounded she's so good with the kids yeah and when she jumped in the water and the that sweater that just hung on her, you uh-huh. know, that, oh, that remember. Was so good. Yeah. And that was way before, you know, most actresses would look like Cl- Clarice. I mean, most actresses right. were, were really thin, really this, really right. that. And uh, she wasn't. And, and I loved that too. It, it gave her more of a, um, a real person. Yeah. She was a real, was a real person. And they, that they, also, I think like, I don't know, it says a lot about like Steve Gutenberg's character too, is like that's like who she, who he falls in love with. Mm-hmm. And it, it's yeah. not like the perfect socialite, whatever. Like he really doesn't care about that stuff. Like he just has this connection with her. Yeah, and, their their chemistry is so much more real than the chemistry with Clarice and of that's course. what matters. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, that I agree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when is the last time you watched this movie? Yeah. I have- I haven't watched it for a really long time, and I thought I should watch the movie before I talk to them. And I thought, ah. well, that's going to complicate things. They know the movie really well. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Then maybe there's th- the only things you don't know are the things that that are just part of the fabric of right. this. Right. Mm-hmm. This is the thing, you know. This is the I fabric. love no. that. If you could send uh, us a picture of that, that would be amazing. Yeah, that would be. Amazing. Oh yeah, I guess I could take a picture of the. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute, hold on. Yes, please do. Oh my god, thank you. I used to have this up in my in my office and I took it I found it in a box for you guys, but it's a it's the Oh how oh, cool reporter thing. Of that cool. was up the it takes two movie. Up, yeah, it's got the Oh that's so great. Yeah, it's got all of the credits down here. That's awesome. That's wow. amazing. Were you happy with how the final product came out? Like after all of those rewrites and all the versions? I was so happy. The music by Sherman and Ray Foote. I mean, my goodness, the the soundtrack was. Yeah. Oh yeah, the soundtrack. It was, was so perfect. Fun. Yeah, it, it was, was great. so fun. It was so perfect. Everybody did such a good job. I mean, Keith Samples. Oh my God, he was so nice to my parents at the at the. Oh, that was awful. I mean, it was. I think it was. I had a three day migraine after the um, premiere. What's it called? The premiere, yeah, because it was big. It was like there was a, you know, the the red carpet and yeah. all of that, and um, it was 
a little too exciting. Yeah. I, I learned something important, though, for an artist, you know, and, and you guys are artists, too. So you, this is good for you to learn. It's not the that. It's not the premiere. It's not the the thing that everybody wants, the money and the premiere and all that. Right. But the thing where, that's our carrot, right? Yeah. It's yeah. the process. Mm-hmm. It's the process. It's the McLaren Hall. It's the, the uh, red soda, the girls, mm-hmm. uh, the way they play together, you know. Yeah. Let's go to every house on the street and make sure everyone knows how tall Allie is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah absolutely. So, um, that the process of writing it, you know, going from a, a classical piece of writing, The Prince and the Pauper, to, to try and give that to today's society. These mm-hmm. are the things that we do as artists mm-hmm. that are so important yeah and why we're here and why why we are it's a it's a sacrament you know being doing what we do mm-hmm. yeah. we, make people, we make people feel things and know things and remember things yeah. that are important and that stays with us for 25 years <laughs> we can still yeah, be excited well, that, that's just a miracle and i'm <laughs> yeah so yeah grateful. How yeah. long was the process from like your first pitch until you sent off the final script? I guess I'm worried. I'm wondering if you were rushed or if it felt like you yeah, had the ability to like. Oh, they're always rush you. They rush okay. you. Yeah. you it, but you learn in, in this business that you, you know, that they rush you so that they can wait two weeks to read it. Mm-hmm. Right. I know. So it's yeah. like, that. you know, they, you don't really, you should never let anybody rush you. Just don't. Um, but it was a long process. And, and the other thing that I should have told you, the president said to me was, and this is where I thought the whole thing was going and we'd never get the film made. Uh, he, after he said, think of the, the grownups because they're going to be sitting on the couch watching. Yeah, right. He said, and now is my, the big reason I called. And, and I want you to really hang in there with me. And I said, what? Who, this is, I never met this man. He says, Look, he said they're going to be better actresses when a year from now. Oh, what does that mean? Like waiting, like he waited an entire year after we had the final wow script and we were ready to go. I mean, I just feel sure that if we wait a year, this is going to be so much better. This movie is going to be so much better because it's just going to be one. They're going to be one year older when they make it. That's actually think that's smart. So I think that's so true. Well, he was obviously right because yeah. look at us. Here we are. And you know, it 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 would not have been the movie that it was. Yeah. Because there's there's a whole thing that happens to a, a child from six to seven, you know. Oh, yeah. Or they were maybe even closer to eight when they when it came out. So right. yeah, I think their birthday happened while they were shooting. Um, well, when did oh, yeah? they shoot it? Do you know cuz I think it came out in like November of 1995. Do you know when they actually that, shot it? That makes me that makes that makes sense that it came out in the 95 because Allie had to I only remember like what grade Allie was in and what's <laughs> you know she was in a, a year younger than everybody cuz she was so big. I just thought, well, I'm gonna. She looks as tall as the kindergarten teachers. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta get her in school. It's yeah, so funny. You know? so, she, so, um, so anyway, I was also was like younger. that. That's really funny. <laughs> you were. It's great. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so she, 
was she fifth grade? Was fourth, yeah, fifth grade, I think. Yeah. Uh, no, wasn't fifth grade. It was fourth grade. Fourth grade, and she was nine or something. Right. Eight or nine. So they had to have been the same age. So they yeah, were nine, yeah. I think, because it was 95 and yes. then yes. in 86. Yes. So so yes. it came out in 95 when they were nine. Do you know when they, they shot, shot it? it when, they must have shot it when they were eight. Eight, yeah. Okay. I would guess. Around so maybe seven, a year eight. before, 94. I think eight, yeah. yeah. They, they made us wait because the first part of the process took forever and then they changed age and then and then yeah. we had to go do that. They wanted to wait another year. And I thought, oh, I just did all this work. <sighs> yeah. I, got, I mean, I got paid, but um, right. I, I just really wanted this one to get made. And and it, and then it, he said, I promise, I promise we're in the, and this is a man I still have never met. <laughs> I'm calling him by his brother's name. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, but he was right about everything. Yeah. yeah. So that doesn't happen either. So I think this was meant to be is what I'm getting at. Absolutely. I, think so too. I absolutely do. I just want to know how the this film, how do you feel like it um, impacted your career after it was all over moving forward? And it, it impacted my career in a, in a great way and, and in a bad way. Oh, really? Okay. You know, I mean. I'm a positive person, so I choose to go roll with the good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the bad way was that I became pigeonholed as a, a children's. Right, right. Which, and then I got to work with Steven Spielberg on um, because of that. Wow. So that's, how can you Amazing. complain about that? Yeah. Because they had, um, I can't remember, that was the second, oh my God, Our Game. Our Game? Yeah, it was called Our Gang when it was a mo- when it was a TV show. Spanky okay. and Our Gang, mm-hmm. the um, the Little Rascals. Little Rascals. Oh. The Little Rascals too. So I wrote Little Rascals too for oh, Steven Spielberg. Cool. cool. This is hysterical. The story because <laughs> he loved. He gave me. A, oh my god! It was a dream job. Dream job. And then they looked at the kids from the first one. And they had all, they looked they so much older, they couldn't yeah. do it. Yeah, they oh my God. It and, and it didn't get made. Wow. And because they couldn't, what are they going to do? You right. Know, they, they can't CGI kids to be no, young. They could now, no. maybe. Maybe but, now, but that'd be really Maybe creepy. now they could so have. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so but, sad, though. I would have loved yeah. the Little Rascals, too. It, it was a great story. It was, we had so much fun. And, uh, and then he, but then he said, he felt so bad. He, he he said to Universal, "Give her a three picture deal." Steven Spielberg said that about you. Yeah, I was wow, like, "Wow, oh that's amazing!" That's, a that's amazing, Deborah. Yeah, that's awesome. incredible. Because oh when God. you do a film like that, like it takes two, you know, then you yes, let's get her in here. She'll know what to do with the little right. rascals. And uh, then in that one, I I actually there were thirty seven writers that pitched before me wow I, they again didn't tell me and then i got in there and probably better i actually sang during the pitch wow oh my god and i have a horrible what scene. did you sing why did you sing it worked sure, i would have was trying to do all the characters I, whenever i did alfalfa i held my hair up like this uh-huh. oh when i was doing the characters and <laughs> oh spanky I, 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 he, it was the song Sugar. 
yeah i had to have it in there so i had this yeah it's so funny you're my candy girl he was spanky singing it to um darla yes darla so so sad anyway i had it anyway i got that and and that was really fun and that's a good part the bad part is um you know i i started i cut my teeth um doing action adventure Mm -hmm. television i was one of the only females that did all those shows yeah wow. and in the 90s Arcade. especially that's probably like, the 80s too yeah oh, like no, yeah nobody yeah. nobody was doing it and i did three or four of the first 12 night riders wow cool so you know i loved yeah. motorcycles and car crashes and things like that so and cool. i was loved doing that and and i um i didn't then suddenly after it takes two and when i had a drama that i was trying to sell Mm-hmm. Oh, it was like, mm, yeah. But you're the, but you're the. It takes two. Lady, That's yeah. so stupid how it works like that. It's like yeah. I wrote a good script. Who cares if I wrote? Who a, cares? Another well, amazing yeah. script. Well, like, but yeah, like Becca. They love to pigeonhole everybody. I know mm-hmm. because it makes their job easier. I know. So yeah. that, and I understand that, but um, you know, it it it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. I had a lot of uh, a lot of rom-com stuff happening because i could do the rom-com the rom-com they were they were like yes yeah she can do this yeah that's like close enough so yeah that 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 really worked mm-hmm. that's cool i can't i have no complaints about my career absolutely totally None. yeah that kind of leads into the next thing i want to just ask is like how do you think that the industry has changed since the 80s and 90s when you were writing this movie how do i think what's the changed? industry the industry oh, wow. has changed it's broadened. I mean, um, again, I'm a positive person. To, there's, you know, people would say it's, it's worse than it ever was. It's da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I mean, it's the golden age of TV. We've got so many marketplaces open to us now, not mm-hmm. just three networks, not, you know. Right. Uh, you, you don't get the viewers that you would. One of my Incredible Hulk's 60 million people watch. Oh, my God. That will yeah. never happen again on right. any of the greatest. I don't even know how many views uh, Ted Lasso gets. Right. You know? I'm sure that's really high, but it's not 60 million. Right. But um, so that that's different. Mm-hmm. Your audience is, mm-hmm. is different, but um, it's great. It's great. I mean, more and now finally, you know, women. Yeah. Uh, Oh, women, and uh, you know, if you're an Asian woman or a black woman, yeah. I mean, my goodness, it's <laughs> it's opening up. You know, it's just fantastic. Yeah. So, so I think it's great, but uh, you know, it, it, ageism is a big thing for me. Mm. Yeah, right. How did you actually get your? You said you started with like you know motorcycle-y stuff. How did you actually get your start as a screenwriter in Hollywood? Not that I have any vested interest in knowing this, but <laughs> oh yeah, you do. <laughs> Um, okay. That's a very weird, it's a strange story. Yeah. Um, you know, everyone knew I was going to be a writer, but me, I mean, I know I was a writer, but I didn't think, how do you, how does that, how can you do that for a living? You know, I, all my majors in college were weird. You know, I did none of them were. Right. And anyway, finally I realized it and I had a breakdown and my mom said, I said, what am I going to do? What am I going to write for? What am I going to? And she, she, I had had poems published when I was 12. So I should have known. 
yeah. was something happening. But she said we were walking through the den, arguing while we're walking, and there was the TV there, and she pointed at the television because it was there, and said, "Why don't you write for that? Huh. Oh Somebody must be writing for that." <laughs> oh my but, god! And I said, "Oh, that's a good idea." Okay, but we didn't know anybody. Right. You know, well, still, I was still just a person. I lived here, which is a big wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. You know, very lucky there. So I so I just started telling everyone I was a writer. I'm a writer. I'm a writer. I'm a writer. And I do a seminar that I did for BinderCon and Stanford and UCLA all over the place. And I tell people, I'm going to tell you, everybody you meet, you say, I'm Becca, I'm a writer. Mm-hmm. And you watch, you'll be get, you'll be sending me an email. And say, <laughs> I got an agent in the last two weeks because I told somebody I was a writer. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's brag magic. about it. Yeah. It's I will absolute, that. It's magic. Yeah. Because Peter, people go, they don't go, uh, they go, what are you writing? Right. Uh, and I say, oh, what do you do? You know, there are interests people love. It's very, it's story. We're storytellers like the in the caveman times with the fire. Yeah. You know? yeah. So I met a girl, I let her have a seat at, at a, a, you know, like the Roxy where there was no place to sit. And she worked at Universal. And I said, you work at Universal? She says, yeah, I'm a, I'm a temp secretary. I said, oh, wow, I'm a writer. <laughs> so she said, uh, we got, we had, you know, a great time at the club. And we were complete strangers. And she said, she said, is there anything I can do? And I thought, yeah, um, can you get me on the lot? Huh? Yeah, just physically get said, there. I, she said, I could put your name at the front, yeah. And I didn't know why. I mean, I just went on the lot. You just were there. You didn't have a plan. You were just like, I just need to get there. I was supposed to have a plan, you know, but she said there was a, she said there was a a bunch of writers meeting on a show that were invited in there that it was, and she told me where it was on the lot. And I thought, well, I'll just go there. I wasn't invited, you know? And so I go into this room, there's 20 writers, all male. They all had, you know, those patches that guys, that the elbow patches. They all look, Kind of like they smoke pipes and I don't know. They were yeah. all male writers. professors. Yeah. It yeah. was yeah. It was um, emergency. It was a show that had been on for a long time. Okay. And uh, they're all and there's the producer came out and she she was the first pre- female producer at Universal. Wow. She came out and she said, "These are the changes we're making for the show." Blah 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 blah. She did all the stuff about the character. So they added a character and this is what the character was like. Are there any questions? And nobody said anything. And I put my hand up and she's, her first words to me were, you don't have to raise your hand. Oh, oh my God. I, I was in college, you know, I mean, yeah. I put my hand that's up. That's what we do. Right. Yeah, that's what we do. And so <laughs> she, she said, I, I went, oh, okay. Um, well, why would you add a character that has exactly the same character points as, as the uh, character Randy Mantooth plays? He's just younger. Mm-hmm. But but they're you know how is that going to work against the Kevin Ty character because really it's just two people who are immature that have a, a, you know a seven year age gap mm-hmm. I don't understand what the purpose is why wouldn't you make that a troika you know another character that's got something else to give mm-hmm. and she said everybody else leave you stay oh my god oh my god this really happened yes. This is this woman is my Allie's godmother. Oh, that's ah, amazing! I had never met her. 
So I, I, everybody laughed. I sat there and I wasn't sweating yet. And she said, <laughs> um, do you have an idea for the show? And then I lied and I said, yes. Uh-huh. And she said, okay, let me look. And she looks at her schedule and she says, you can come pitch next week on this day. <gasps> at this time. Oh well, we'll have a thing at the gate for you to come in. I said, okay. Huh. I had never written a script. <gasps> I was like, I didn't even watch Emergency that <laughs> much. You know, I mean, I, it wasn't one of my shows. You know, I had, so I said, I, I said to her, can you give me a couple scripts? Do you happen to have it? She's like, I have scripts all over my office. Come take whatever you want. So I took a whole huge thing of scripts with me home. And I, I came up with, it was basically a show where they had vignettes. You know, it was like, it, it was um, the first paramedic show ever. There were no mm-hmm. paramedics. There were two and I didn't know the history of it. Mm-hmm. There were no paramedics before this. Yeah. There were like two in America. Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. And they invented the show. Oh, wow. wow. And now look, I mean, all of us have family members who'd be dead if, if it wasn't. Right. So, so anyway, I came up with like five different things and strung them together and thought, okay, I have to memorize this. I'm not an actress. I got it. You know, I, the pitch had to be good. I went, gave the pitch to her. She said, oh, I really like this. I, we need to go to Bob Senator. He's the head of the she created the show. Follow me. You have to do the pitch again, which was really the hardest thing for me because I'm not an actress, you know, because yeah. I memorized it. And now she was in the room and she was going to know that everything I said, even like, yeah, you know, yeah. everything was was so phony. I felt bad and I was, you know, really had to just block that. And we walk into the room. It's black, black. No, not one light on. And she said, and I waited for her to turn the light and she didn't she said he has a um cluster migraine right now we can't turn the light on he's lying on the couch right and she like moved me next to the couch and she said he's lying on the couch right there just pitch to him he can hear you <laughs> bob can you hear yes oh my God. i i went okay this is the beginning of a career this is like the, the worst pitch i'm ever gonna do and that it'll be over you know uh-huh. i'm not getting job I and mean, this is and i so i pitched the thing to nothing to uh-huh. black. and yeah. so he he sat up and i you see a little bit of light and he took the ice pack off his head and he argued with me about something in the pitch and i argued back i said well it won't work this won't work if you don't do that but i could change it to do the, the, whatever i did a good job he said okay give her give her the give her the <gasps> shot and incredible that was- you are so cool yeah that's insane you just did that what raw confidence so yes. when somebody says to me what how did you get started i tell them you know that you just have to believe in yourself you have to yeah uh-huh you have to believe in in uh again going back to it takes two the story you're telling yeah, yeah. it's yeah. not what they want or what's hot it's what you want to say totally mm-hmm. yeah Amazing. That's I love that's it. Such, you are so such an cool. inspiration. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. That's so yeah. cool. And be nice to women because women need to be nice to women. Yes. Yeah. Fully believe that. You know, raise, be a mentor, raise your hand, 
down or up to him, bring somebody over and, and help them. Yeah. Well, to be fully honest, that's part of the inspiration for this podcast was because we're huge fans of Mary-Kate and Ashley, and we've been so upset by how, like, not respected or not, how they haven't gotten the um, – the recognition that they deserve for their very impressive careers and Mm -hmm. a lot of it feels like it's because their stuff was girly and frivolous and Mm -hmm. not cool and so we wanted to start this podcast to revisit it and give them all of the recognition that they deserve and the people who worked with them the recognition recognition that they deserve so yes yeah that they have been thank you thank you thank you thank you for them (laughs) and for me they were they're spunky so spunky Mm -hmm. yeah you know, they, they just, yeah. I mean, I'm sure that, that, uh, I, I wasn't on set when she hit the home run, uh, oh. <laughs> in the street. Yeah. I'm sure it was a real home run too. But yeah. I betcha, I betcha she, you know, and she worked hard to learn how to do that. Yeah. Didn't come naturally to her like it did to me, you know? So yeah, they yeah. are, they deserve, um, whenever your career hits its pinnacle, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why should it matter if you were young? Yeah. Or, or yeah. that all your fans were young girls. Like, right. why, come yes. on. Why that, does that <laughs> automatically make it less serious or less important? Like, Because they made me doing. feel very powerful yeah. as a young yeah. girl. So yes. I <laughs> – Yes. Wonderful. Yes. Giving it back to them. <laughs> one yeah. little kid at a soccer meet, because you'll love this image, and what it could have been one of you – a uh, younger sister of a of girls on the soccer team. And she, somebody said, we, I was sitting next to her and she they said, she, that she wrote it takes two. Mm-hmm. And this little girl who probably weighed, I don't know, 55 pounds or 50 pounds. I don't know, maybe less because mm-hmm. she's a little girl. Yeah. But what? And, the, <laughs> and the, the, those things that we, those chairs that we used to put at soccer matches, Mm-hmm. Here she's. This is the chair. The chair went. It just shot. The chair shot, and oh she was, she was in an envelope, and just her little skinny feet and arms were out, and she's like, "Oh my god, you want to take two? Yeah. I said, "Okay, this is the best one. <laughs> yes. They'll never oh beat god. anybody. No if one I... will ever beat that little kid. No. Yeah, that's incredible. But yeah, if I had met you when I was eight years old, I would have lost my shit. Like, I would have just like, I don't know what I would <laughs> yeah. have. I would have been like, eaten by a chair, too. Yeah, I would have been eaten by a chair. chair. and kept talking. Oh, my God, I love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You see, like, your, your whole body is flattened and you're still like, wait, well, can I ask you about uh, Don't Can't, yeah. can't Sleep? Yeah. Do you really know them? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh my God. That's anyway, so funny. No, no. Yeah, it's adorable. And now that you're all getting older. Mm-hmm. I get to have great conversations with uh, with you, you like we had, which yeah. is um, yeah. my privilege. My privilege. Oh, thank you so much. This is like this an is honor the best. for us. Oh, Same here. Thank you so much for doing this podcast. I think I think that's a. That, I, I want to be respectful of your time too, and maybe we should wrap this up. Yeah, uh, unless there's anything else you want to share, I, like I, we will. We'll stop and then I'll think of something, you know, uh, yeah. but uh, that's because that's how it is. But, um, you know, I mean, it, it wasn't it was I, I don't think I there was a lot of um, arguing mm-hmm. in the room, uh, a lot of arguing for the rights of the children mm-hmm. Oh, oh. You know, to be the protagonists that they that they 
are and, and were. Mm-hmm. Can you, know? you say more and about that? And, oh, and okay. I, I mean, specifically, no. I mean, I remember, um, I just remember screaming and, and them screaming and me screaming, you know, they just didn't get it. And I think, I think that there's a, a still problems with that, with gender problems mm-hmm. and um, age problems where people aren't willing to recognize that infants are whole human beings. Yeah. Yeah. They can't even talk, but they communicate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you mean like their rights in the movie, like to be the stars or their rights of all the backstory? other stuff well you know there's a and this is general i'm not saying this was our crookshank but in general most of the films that i i i did that i had a female protagonist and they would fall in love with the antagonist the male character mm. and they want his character to be more important and make right. and have the choices in action not the woman and oh. and this is has been a theme of my career and I think it's changing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm watching stuff now right. yeah. that clearly says it's changing. Right. And um, so that was, that was, and I battled. I battled um, to keep in the line. I battled to, you know, to um, have them be the ones that were driving the story. Yeah. But did they think it should have been Steve Gutenberg? Was it? Yeah, like, what are they? I, 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 yeah. yeah, I don't know. Who they, they asked you, know, you to they, write a movie for the Olsen twins. Why wouldn't they be yeah, the protagonists? But, but still, but it's it, it's just a, it's a, and I'm having a really hard, I don't think I've ever articulated this. You know, they, they just, it comes naturally to some people, uh, and I, I don't want to say men because it's not just men, but, you yeah. know, some people just think the adult. Mm-hmm in the situation should say, you should do this or, um, here, take this and go do that. Right. Yeah. You know, or, and, and not have the kid go, Hey, right. Like not saying this, this is really the color of a flamingo. What are we going to do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Come on, let's go. You know, let the kid do it. Let the kids see the, get inspired and do it. Let, yeah. let whoever your, your person is that you're writing for, own it yeah well i think it's very much like seeing things from the pers- like from a very like narrow perspective where it's like i'm a man and i'm an adult so that like that's who's guiding my life so that's who guides the thing like, i'm the main very, character of my life so yeah it exactly this movie too right and it's like women are secondary women are side characters kids are my little kids like i'm the like it's just very yeah. like not able to but I think that's all of I mean obviously we're not going to like dissect the whole patriarchy right now we totally could but like it, <laughs> it is very much like let's do that tomorrow yeah hell yeah let's get some mimosas and make it happen yeah but I do oh, think it was yeah. such a self-fulfilling okay. prophecy for such a long time uh, just a cycle because it was like we only see male protagonists so we're going to keep seeing male protagonists because it's so hard to picture anything else mm-hmm. and then you just keep perpetuating that over and over and like so it's so hard for men to see and also for women like I think that's honestly part of why Mary-Kate and Ashley were so important to us is we really didn't see any female characters young kid female characters who had such agency who were so clever and Mm -hmm. funny and smart and yeah like 
that's that is really important and I know like you know I joke about how I memorize it takes two and all that but like all of this like Mary-Kate and Ashley's body of work like really shaped me and Lanny I know you too obviously Mm -hmm. that's why we're doing it but legitimately like it it meant so much to us and shaped our understanding of like our power in the world and Mm -hmm. our realness in the world and um yeah thank you so much for contributing to that in such a huge way yes thank you I I I feel most of the time like it's a um I know it I know what I do is huge I don't Mm -hmm. think it's a huge way it's huge in because there's so many contributors to every piece of art Mm -hmm. that it's filmed right and it's a collaborative art form um i do think what i do is important and thank you and huge but but um wow (laughs) those the people that were in the the the, you know why can't i think of his first name oh my god Yeah, Andy, Andy, Andy Tennant. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he did a great fucking yeah. job. Oh, I said, now I said, yeah. We swear all the time in this podcast. All the time, mm-hmm. all the time. Wow, that's, I've never gone this long without saying it, so this is a world record. <laughs> we should have told you from the and, beginning, and swear yeah. away. You're my witnesses. <laughs> anyway, um, thank you, thank you so much. Thank you for watching it and, yes. and uh, memorizing it. I know, <laughs> I, I couldn't help it, I didn't mean to. <laughs> Well, thank you so much. This like this has been such an honor. I'm so happy that we got to do this with you. And me too. Me so too. happy too. Okay, love thank you guys. You. Love you love too. You too. Have thank a great, you. Have a great day. Love you too. Bye. Bye bye. Bye. Oh my God, that was life changing, shaking, shattering, affirming, altering. I feel so oh. powerful being a woman. She I feel so is wonderful. amazing. Yes, like, she is. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Also, thank you for our five-star reviews. Uh, we got one from Christine Miller. Yay. Wrote a beautiful, our first review. Thank you so much. Oh, uh, thank you. The world. Shout um, out. Please, if you liked this interview and you want more interviews, please rate and review. Um, we'll shout you out. And yes, It'll make us so happy. Oh, my God. We're so happy already, but, like, it'll make us so much more happy. Thank you so much for listening. You can follow us on Instagram at theythoughtiwasyou. You can email us at theythoughtiwasyou at gmail.com. And we'll see you next time. See you next week. Once we come down from the clouds. I I don't want to come down, honestly. Oh, my God. I never want to come down from this. (laughs) Bye. Bye. They thought I was you. If it's up to me, you're ours.